Questers, Wednesday's podcast, coming to you fresh from the USA. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed the show last night. A lot of dates. We'll go over it all and take our time and go from there. So how's everybody doing tonight? Let everybody pop in for a while. And from Canada is Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here, as always. I think we have a a good uh, podcast ahead of us tonight, so stay tuned. Okay. We get all our thank yous in today. This is the thank you day, Wednesdays. There's Gloria. There's Jeff M. There's Patricia. There's John. There's Gloria. There's Michelle. There's Scott. There's Pot C. Feeling pretty good. A little bit of sinuses. What do I got? A little shadow going here. I don't know what's going on there. There's the professor. There's Luann and Carol on the Facebook side and Tammy on the Facebook side. And Tammy Williams is in the house. I'll venture for a day. Thank you for joining us. It's a pretty good podcast yesterday. Also, it was a short one. But I didn't think I had 40 minutes of stuff. But no matter what we do, Judy, and we get on, we always start saying something about something. And all of a sudden, an hour just goes by, you know. It always does really quickly. I thought it was great last night, John. It worked out just fine. Here's Sydney. She can see me and hear me and hear Judy also. Yep, Diane. Doing okay. Hanging in there. We got our screenshots for tonight. We got Judy's synopsis for tonight. We got Daniel, Daniel's and uh, Charlotte's uh, artifact analysis from Raymond from the UK. Let's thank our YouTube membership. I want to thank my monthly membership. So, so much. The captains, the marshals, the masters. Yep, and tonight it is the hat giveaway tonight. So, hashtag HAT for the ones that have not won a hat yet. Until they run out, you'll get a free quest hat and send your information to the Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. And if it's international, I need your phone number. Stamps.com won't mail it international without a phone number. That's all private stuff for me. Your address is going nowhere but me. So I want to thank Mark and Tammy and Luke and Patricia and Sandra and Daryl and Sideways and Betty and Dave and Blocksburg and Caroline and Super and Becky and Wayne and Alina and Nelson, Paul, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Barbara, Darlene, I hope she's doing okay. Jeff Sandollar and Roxy for their continued 
support on the channel on a monthly basis, and also Joanne and Hardaby that help us out there on the Patreon side. And also to you, Judy, thank you so much. You're on live. Thank you what you do uh, on the podcast and also in the group. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, John. I love it. Yep, and Daniel Spino with all the factual historical interactions that he does with him and Charlotte. I thank you so much. And I hope uh, Muyan Osprey uh, comes back uh, for the spring because I think we're going into another season. That's my own personal opinion. I agree. Also, I want to thank uh, Tony Sampson for stopping in once in a while. Support him at the Salty Dog Tours for 2024. Again, we have heard nothing about tours for 2024. They're in the planning stages, but nothing solid yet. We want to say a happy birthday to our girl in Portugal. Happy birthday, Tanya. Because you'll see this later on. Happy birthday, Tanya, from all of us. <laughs> I want to thank all my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal, and Kathy for all her work reading every single profile that goes by our group. Kathy the Hook, I thank you so much for the work you do. And also for Jeff and Gloria on the wild side. They're on the YouTube wild side. I thank them so much. Our lifetime contributor, you know, is Chris Dona. I want to thank mostly my main members from the Quest of Oak Island group. There's about 69,000. I want to thank all the people that are watching live now on Facebook and YouTube. I'll download to Twitter maybe later. Or other platforms, not as much. Twitch, Rumble, some on Discord. You got to be there Discord on Tuesday nights because I post a lot of screenshots on there and sometimes I come on, sometimes I don't. I'll let you know. And Instagram, we're doing pretty good on Instagram. And to our members on Spotify for podcasters around the world, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Podcasts. Hello, Alexa. Last night, it was dark and stormy. That was uh, episode 16. Next week, it's called Piling On. I did post the promo for that. And we'll see how that goes. The team makes contact with an exclusive tunnel under the garden shaft. An exciting new scientific theory surfaces that suggests a connection between Nolan's Cross and the Knights Templar. Hello, Gregory. Hello, Sand Dollar. There's the hook. Hello, Judy Neal. All right, you know, you guys, I sort of ranted on my Muyan, right, Judy? Right, yes. Telling everybody if the sensors are so close to the garden shaft, why is the garden shaft absolutely showing nothing? And 85 feet away, we're showing. All that can be, right? Right. So my friend Brian Farrell, that you know from the show, and sort of has coordinates like Christopher Morford, but he's like in the uh, 
baby blob and Christopher sort of into the top of the garden shaft down to the tunnel turned me on to a screenshot that slipped my mind and maybe it slipped the editor's mind what do you think of that judy well that sounds interesting hello brenda so this is an exclusive here which they have which they have told us nothing absolutely nothing about this so when i was screaming last night our members are searching and people see things that i don't see because it comes on so quick and i have so much information that i got to not produce but uh, put up for the show and the podcast it slipped my mind hello adventure for a day so i'm going to bring up some screenshots guys and i know they haven't said a word about this that they showed on season 11 episode number five for all to see it's called muyan the horizon are you guys ready for an exclusive we're ready They showed us the bottom part. That's where Aladdin's cave is and everything else down there. You see the blue part, right? Yeah, I haven't picked it up yet, John. I'm a little behind. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lairds. No echo here. This is the first picture. This is the second picture. And the final picture that I'll discuss on the final picture. This is from season 11, episode five, Muyan on the horizon. Do you guys see what I see? Let me hear you in chat. I'll wait. I'm not sure yet if I've caught up with you yet. So I'm not sure if I got the right picture. That's all right. That's all right. Let the people look. You'll get it. It's in the pink. The square shaft. You see the big square shaft on the right. We believe that's the garden shaft closest to the front. Now, if you go to the left, you'll see two other shafts, which it some sort of appears to be an orientation of the photo that appears those other shafts should fall in the baby blob area. Do you guys see a staircase or am I out of my mind? Why has this not been discussed? Why, when we get new Muyan data, we get blacked out? 
Thank you, John. I know I'm out of my mind. <laughs> Could that be the spiral staircase? And why was it edited out? Or, or what? Hello, Muzi. Okay. Yup, Chris. But why has this been erased from our memory? Why haven't they said something about this? Usually when they don't say anything, usually it's like, well, it's not important. But when I saw this screenshot, I don't remember ever seeing this screenshot. But if you go look up Season 11, Episode 5, Muyan, The Horizon, you'll see it. Yep, John, production is feeding us what they want to feed us. And there's the full picture. The uh, Money Pit Void, is that? that's the one that goes down 230 feet. That's where the Aladdin's cave is. So anybody can see it, like I said, episode five of this year. And we have not heard anything. Zero. And you know Muyan being that close to the money pit and that close to the garden shaft for it not to pick up nothing but up to 85 feet away had me crazy last night had me crazy hello stephanie from scotland yes scott you think if it was steps or something big, you would think. Are they saving that to the end of the season? To show us a spiral, a spiral uh, staircase, episode number 25, the end of the year? I just don't get it. Makes no sense at all, John. That's about what they'll do. Did you pick it up yet or no? I do, I do see it now, yes. I had to go to YouTube, but I found it. Hello, Mozzie in Australia. I just can't believe it. Wow. Did they scan Lot 5? Yeah, they did scanning techniques, but this is the Muyan technology, Lori, that they were so hyped up on. And I got so hyped on a holy Muyan that it didn't show anything at the garden shaft. And now we got a screenshot of the garden shaft of Spiral Staircase and of two more shafts to the left going towards the baby blob. It's so clear, John. That's amazing that they have never mentioned that. Now, guys, I know my brain is fried, okay? But do you guys remember anything, just a bit of something, of this information I'm showing tonight? Not when uh, they showed the... Uh, the spiral staircase uh, drawing 
long, long ago. Just this. Let me hear you. Mozzie, it's Templars, oh, I... baby. <laughs> I have never heard them mention it. I've never seen this picture, ever. First time I saw it, Judy, was today. Wow. I've seen the bottom one a million times, the bottom one. Right. With Aladdin's cave and everything. Never saw the pink top. Never. Hello, Ashley Davis. We're looking at a spiral staircase on the side of the garden shaft. There's a closer view of it. You can see stairs on the bottom. Sort of some stairs on top. Or is that a digital is that a digital information that it looks like stairs and that's how the scan comes out? You know what I mean, Judy? Like how the the levels of right. scanning, does it making lines? Well, how come it's not making lines on the bottom one then? Right, exactly. No, Luann, they had wow. a they had a picture. Hello, Daryl. They had a picture of a sterile uh, spiral uh, staircase that they showed everybody on the uh, program, the Curse of Oak Island. But this is an actual scan from the Muyan technology. Hello, YouTube user. <clears throat> Diane says, sometimes I don't understand why they choose to keep some info from the viewers. You keep the best info towards the end of the season to get the hype going. You're not going to show this stuff up front. Then what are they going to do? You know what I mean? Exactly, John. But they should have shown us that, that's for sure. John says, but it's just a partial staircase. Wouldn't Muyan catch the entire case? Like somebody asked me yesterday, John, if the Muyan goes 360 around, I think it just goes directional, you know, just one way out. That's how it was shown uh, on promos. It didn't show 360 around the sensor. It showed you face it this way, it does like a 180 this way. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Stuffy, the scan was done, like I said, this year in episode five. It was shown the scan, but Muyan's been doing these scans for what? Over two years now. At least two years, right, uh, Judy? Yes, John. It has been. So I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. After all my yelling yesterday, I can't yell at Muyan anymore. <laughs> I got to yell at uh, uh, Rick and Marty in the production company. How can it there be just? Go. How can it be not important, or even to tell us, or, or exit out, or something? You know what I mean? Right, exactly. You know, if they have looked into it and don't think it's anything, they could at least tell us that much. 
Right. And what about the spiral uh, staircase that they went down that place in Portugal? Right. Exactly the same. Round and around and around. They went all the way down 90 feet and there was a tree hanging over the top. Yes. Thank you, Daryl, for reminding me that. Yeah. Hello, Lewis. So, new YouTube user, John, Judy, there will be a season 12, no doubt. No doubt. No yes. doubt. I'm going to have to buy more hats. <laughs> so, this is with help from uh, Brian Farrell. Like I said, it could be lines that are making the stairs, how the information is uh, extracted. But then yet we're seeing the garden shaft. And there's no lines in that whole pink garden shaft. You know what I mean? No, none. Looks like stairs to me. Unbelievable. So I'm going to cut a short YouTube video of this and put it on so everybody can see not during the live chat, but have it separated and uh, see what's out there in the world, what kind of response we'll get back. And they'll probably... That will be interesting. Yep, and they'll probably just downplay it, you know what I mean? Probably, John. It was a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> Where is this? Right on the side of the garden shaft by Muyan Technology. Terry, that's where it's coming from. Unbelievable. All right, that was my exclusive. That was a pretty good one, huh? That was a darn good one, John. I'm glad you saw that. Brian Farrell saw it, and I just jumped on it to find it. So, well, thank you, Brian. Yeah, Gary, you don't have a hat. I thought Gary has a hat. All right, don't forget hashtag hat if you want to win a quest hat at the end of the show. Mail to you wherever you are, free. All right, Judy. There's Jim Janes. Hello, John. You're looking like you lost some weight. Better start chowing down on some of that homemade pasta. A few shows ought to be more interested and definite on the tunnel underneath the garden shaft. At least we hope. Yeah, I had some medical problems, but we go forward, we stay positive, and we keep on at it. So that's all we can do, guy. And you're looking and sounding better than you wear, so we're thankful for that. Yeah. Hello, Jen. Could be, Daryl. Yep, Daryl, I got you. All right, Judy, you got your water ready? I have, John, just took myself a drink here. 
All right, we're going to have Judy with her synopsis of the show of last night. And then we got my million screenshots. And then we got uh, Daniel and Charlotte's analysis of the artifacts last night. And then I'm going to show a video from Osprey Muyan or Muyan Osprey from February 9th, last year, 2023. We haven't had nothing yet, but I want to start showing some videos from last year just to see the island, how it's changing. And what it's doing, you know what I mean? Right, yes. I'm looking forward to it. All right, let me get Judy's picture up here, guys. Judy, your picture's up for the world to see. Do your thing. Thank you so much. It's all yours. Thank you. And we have season 11, episode 16, and it's dark and stormy. It's a foggy morning in the middle of the swamp where the deepest area is, and Billy is digging, bringing up more large tree stumps. Billy says the top layer is where the stumps are, and underneath they find some logs. Ian asks Billy to expose the stumps, and they see they are definitely axe cut, so Ian takes samples for C-14 testing to determine their age. Over in the garden shaft, Scott is getting an update from Roger, and he states they are now 97 feet down, finishing up the last section. He says they have found rounded logs under the area that Rick was poking on last week. Is this proof the tunnel is real? In the war room, the team is meeting with Aaron Satoski, a colleague of Ian's, who has performed isotope tests on one piece of wood and a pickaxe found earlier between holes RF1 and H8, where there is a void. Aaron informs them the tests show these two pieces are from either southeast France northern Italy, or coastal Norway. Doug points out that the lead in the lead cross came from a 14th century mine in southern France. Could the Templars be responsible for putting the wood and axe here? Rick decides they will revisit whole RF1 and go deeper to see if they have missed anything. Meanwhile, on Lot 5, the archaeologists are continuing their dig on the foundation under the circular structure, and Gary is detecting the spoils. The beeper goes off, and Gary pulls up a little fancy flat button that looks to be silver or pewter that could be an officer's button from the 1600s to early 1800s. The beeper goes off again, and up comes a cuff button, also flat, and has a design of three cannons and three dots on it. Gary dates this around 1700 or older. Off to the lab they go. The next morning finds the team in the interpretive center meeting with Emiliano Saccati in Italy via video. 
First, Rick reads the results of the C-14 tests on the stumps from the swamp. It shows 54.1% to 13.96 and 41% to 13.28. Rick points out that the stumps are ox-cut and these dates may prove Someone was here in the 1200s building something. Turning to Emiliano, uh, Rick shows him pictures of the stone triangle on the North Shore that was destroyed by Dumfield and of the stone cairns on Lot 15. They will send Emiliano the coordinates of these two sites so he can pass them on to Professor Adriana Gaspiani, the expert who dated Nolan's cross from the 1200s by aligning the cross with the stars. Will the dates match? That afternoon in the money pit area, a core hits the table from 199 feet down in borehole F.75.825 at the bottom of hole RF1. They found wood at 155 feet down, but sadly, they now find PVC pipe, which means the drill went off course into an old borehole. They will decide where to drill a new borehole. Later, Alex arrives at the garden shaft to get an update from Roger and is informed that they are at 97 feet down and they are installing the steel and wood panels of the final set. And it will take two more days, then they can dig deeper. They get back to work. Episode 16 ends the following morning in the war room where Rick is telling the team that they have two days to batten down the hatches before Hurricane Lee hits. Billy points out it's the speed of the hurricane that is most dangerous, and there will be wind, rain, and flood damage to deal with. They will do all they can to protect the work in the swamp, the garden shaft, and on Lot 5. But Rick says they must shut down. Greg reminds everyone to drive safely when returning to the island after the storm, as the roads on the mainland, as well as on the island, could be damaged. So join us next week, Questers, to see what damage has been done. And in the meantime, you all stay safe, please. Very professionally done, as usual, Judy. Very, very good. Thank you. Thank you. The synopsis will be printed out and posted on the quest of oak island facebook page if you're not a member there please join it's a private group every profile is looked at and also for hashtag hat to win a quest hat in facebook above the podcast profile you'll see please grant streamyard permission to see your name at streamyard.com forward slash facebook it only takes your name and your profile picture. 
nothing else. StreamYard takes your name and your profile picture to go through the StreamYard chat. Because if you just put hashtag hat in Facebook only in the Quest of Oak Island group, you will not be included in the contest. How was that? Pretty good, Judy? Yes, very good. Well, a lot of people don't know. I take it for granted. So it's like, oh, they must right. know. No, I think it's a good idea to do that. Yeah, you got new people and you got to repeat yourself and uh, let them know. Yes, the... I'm, not I'm noticing some new names tonight, John, and that's nice to see. Yep, yep. All right, let me get your picture off here. Very good, Judy. Like I said, it'll be all printed out. In our Facebook uh, group, Quest of Oak Island. Sometimes I put it on Patreon. <clears throat> I got to put things all over the place. <laughs> and there's my man, David Burroughs. Dave, I'll just show you this. He was with me last night. There it is, Dave. The staircase next to the garden shaft that we think that's what it is from Muyan that they never showed us. That was my big thing for tonight. It was on this year, season 11, episode 5, Muyan the Horizon. After all my yelling yesterday and wonder why they're holding that back to us or just say it was a glitch or something, we have heard nothing. I just wanted to show. Uh, David that because David's a great member. Yes, he is. Ready. Let's get into some screenshots. And here they're starting off. A little foggy day. Hello, Gabriella from South Australia. Oh, wow. Welcome. Yep, Stephanie does. Really does. Imagine how they built those churches in all those years. They said, well, how did they do this? How did they do that? Just look at their architecture that the Templars did way back when, Judy. Oh, they were amazing, John. Wish I could have been around to watch them build some of that stuff. Oh, God. Here they are. They're saying there's two layers of stumps. Then later in the screenshot, so... They'll give us the dates on this. The new morning begins on Oak Island. And I thought, even when Ashley said that, I didn't see it, though. The lost U-boats of World War II, if uh, Hitler uh, robbed all the treasure and filled all the torpedo spaces with uh, treasure, who knows? I like that idea. <laughs> 
Right, yeah. Sounds like a good idea. And here's Gabriella from South Australia. Love your show, especially Judy's recap. There you go. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, and thank you. Makes my day. And there they're seeing the stump that the top's been chopped off and there's no logs around it. So where'd the logs go? They're sort of saying, well, they made them out of something, tunnel, ships, something. John, I want to correct something in my um, synopsis. When they were talking about these two layers, yeah. I thought they said the bottom layer had logs in it, but apparently it was just more tree stumps. Correct. So disregard that, guys, when you read it. It's two layers of tree stumps. Yep. Kind of weird to have two layers of tree stumps, you know what I mean? Right, yes. There is no logs there. Alrighty, this is the spot they're in. And then Dr. Spooner has to get his samples, which will get dated later on. In the paved area, you know, he had a twig underneath the big paved area. You know, you got the big paved area and you got the small little paved area. You know what it was—a wharf, or whatever, ramps, right. wharfs—and it was twelve hundred, twelve hundred and something, or at twelve hundred, yeah. Nope, they hyped that WW two U boat pretty good and let you down. It seems normal. Right. It <laughs> happens a lot. <laughs> this is what the hurricane's coming for this show here. Of course, that's why it's called Dark and Stormy. In March, the next one's called Piling On. So we'll see about that tunnel all full of clay, then it's dug out and go from there. It'll... Hopefully next week they will get into that tunnel, I hope. Hmm. Well, we know they took out big pieces of wood out of there and dated that also. So that's in my promo. Look for it on YouTube. Look for it on the Facebook uh, Quest of Oak Island. I always post the next week's highlights and talk about it very little because then when I see you guys next Tuesday, I got nothing to talk about, so I try to hold back some things on the pre-show of next Tuesday, Judy. How many times did I say that? About 10 times? Yes, I think so, John. And then you end up giving them to us anyway, but it's okay. We still love Tuesday night. Yep. Hello, Renee. Hello, Robot. Yeah, we may find a stump from the tall oaks. Got to get a tree expert there. Could be, robot. I hope they thought of that, you know, Judy. 
yes, I hope so too. Ashley or Tammy is asking, does anyone know how bad the storm actually was? And I'm I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure there was not a lot of damage, although some of the roads were uh, flooded. Somebody from Nova Scotia, bring me up to date if that if that's not the case. There they are making the next section to go into the tunnel underneath the garden shaft. They put a steel reinforcement box around the bottom so the dirt don't fall on the workers and they keep on going. Gabriel, it'll be at the end of the podcast. The results of the roots found in the swamp towards the end of all these screenshots down to a depth of 95 feet. They expose the top of this mysterious tunnel. Is it the Halifax tunnels? Ooh, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we will soon. Just dig it in deeper and they're hitting the top of the ceiling. And of course, I always got to put this one and they show us this a million times. The old baby blob, the old yellow tunnel with the traces of silver and gold, high traces of silver and gold. Dave says it was more New Brunswick, it had worse, but overall, mostly lots of rain and power outages, not too much damage, especially in that area. Good, thank you, Dave. Yup, Gabriel, round logs, we want round logs. We don't want no square two by fours from Home Depot. So this is them putting in that steel cage to hold everything back in the walls down in the garden shaft. It is amazing what they do, isn't it? He says it's like the best thing he said that struck me is like, it's like making a a uh, scenery or putting a boat in a bottle. You ever see those boats in a bottle? How the heck they do that? You know? Yes. Yes. That's about it, too. Tight quarters down there. And here's this guy, Aaron Stakowski, who's with Dr. Spooner. And there is RF1 we're going down into. Looking for more goodies. Right. Which they came up with PVC pipe. Renee, they harvest these trees to repair ships and their front paps, as well as for practical reasons and build structures to deposit treasure. Then made it into a tunnel into the swamp. Well, that's what we're looking for. John, Cindy is asking if they showed the yellow tunnel all the way to the shore, I wonder where it would come out. That would be interesting to know. Hmm. I hear you. 
So that's what they're looking for around this area here, RF1, H8. I'm getting dates on this pickaxe that was there. Uh, Ledin's Cave. There we go. Robot, there were three designated triangles on the island. Wellington Stone Triangle, the Mullen Stone Triangle, and the Northern Stone Triangle. Now, what's the rock triangle on Fred Nolan's property that they'll be uh, looking on next week? Maybe, yes. There's the two pieces of their conducting uh, isotope testing on the woods samples. I hear you, Daryl. The northern stone triangle is on Fred Nolan's property. Okay. And all these big words, Judy, you know what I mean? We need uh, the professor to make us understand what the hell they're talking about. You got that right. <laughs> Money pit samples. Two samples, 0328 and 013, came from RF1. By measuring oxygen. I have no idea, guys. You're on your own. Yes, me too. I agree. And those ones on the bottom that you see the numbers, they plot the furthest away from Maritime Canada. Northern Italy, Europe, Norway, all those areas where it overlaps at 180 feet deep. Lordy forty. Holy Mooyan! There's our mean man, Doug. Some of these samples is southeastern France. You had to put Billy in there once in a while, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Judy. Good, good old Billy. <laughs> Hello, Tony Sampson. Welcome. To the podcast, like I said, guys, if you don't hear anything about the 2024 tours, please go to Salty Dog Tours, get a boat ride with Tony up there, and tell him Gianni sent you. Hi, Tony. Thanks for coming. There's the two items. Highlighting in France and Italy. And now they're going with the reflection of multiple treasure deposits. Let's find one first. Let's find one little thing first, guys. They're going into multiple. 
There's they dig at the garden shaft, getting it ready for the next section. There you go. Now we're into that borehole F.75-825. Got to keep track of all these boreholes. Imagine what that map. Really? Imagine what that map looks like. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Hello, Linda. And there's where F.75-8.25 is located. You have to have old coins, Gabriel. And buttons, military buttons. Just not the millions yet. Yep, I hear you. I hear you. And there it is around the RF1 caisson area. Now back to lot five. And I think I got asked, well, how come this dirt was not sifted out? I think maybe Marty brought the backhoe, had to move some rocks. And you see those two piles in front of uh, Gary right there? Yes. That was just put there and not sifted through. That's why they found the buttons. Otherwise, these girls, they find everything as they're doing their little dustpan and brush. You know what I mean, guys? Right, exactly. Marty did come and move some rocks, so that's probably why it's happened. And they got a hit there. I guess this is the first button. I didn't get Jack to say, uh, wow, <laughs> or hey. He was fairly quiet. Yeah, I couldn't get him a <laughs> screenshot. Yep, Stephanie, the fact that they're changing history is a treasure in itself. I got you. Here's the first little button. Tony says it messed up the lot five diggings, but was not the worst we've had. It won't be the last. Yep, Tony. These storms that come in up there. And there's the two smiling diggers. <laughs> That's a good one, John. And this is that three cannon military button artillery button it's amazing you can still see what's on that button hmm. then they conducted some dates on the tree stumps And it appears to be two levels of stumps, like we were saying earlier. 
1326 to 1396. Wow. And 41%, 1296 to 1328. Lordy 40. Holy mooyan. Those are early dates, aren't they? Oh, my lordy 40. Sure is. Those dates are way back, way back. And this is the guy we saw in Rome who was going to get in contact with the other guy that dated the cross. Um, 1200. Hello, Woody. Yeah. Hello, Woody Bog. <laughs> this suggests that the X cut tree stump could be more than 700 years old. Holy cripe. Lord wow. of 40. Let's uh, now play uh, Daniel Spino and Charlotte Wheatley's artifact analysis. If you want to see all the pictures, you go to the Oak Island Comedinum, and he's got all the pictures there. Let me know if it's a running good and Raymond has the good voice. Are you guys ready? We're ready, John. I hope I can get back to this podcast picture, but if I don't, oh well. There we go. Let me know, guys. Season 11, Episode 16, Dark and Stormy Artifact and Feature Analysis. In last night's episode, Dark and Stormy, we begin at the swamp where Oak Island team members, geoscientist Dr. Ian Spooner, Jack Begley, Craig Tester, along with Rick and Alex Lagina, are analyzing the area in the middle of the swamp where the recent tree stumps were found. Dr. Spooner mentions that there appears to be a higher and lower layer of these stumps that were axe cut. He mentions that if the stumps date to the 1200s, they could be tied to the stone road feature. He goes on to say that they need the conditions to be drier in order to resume work in the area. With Hurricane Lee approaching Nova Scotia, it didn't appear that would happen anytime soon. We are then taken to War Room, where the Oak Island team is meeting with geoscientist Dr. Aaron Satkowski, who is a colleague of Dr. Spooner. He was sent samples of wood that were found in Borehole RF1, which is believed to be the location of the original money pit. The wood samples included a piece of wood and a pickaxe. Dr. Satkowski explains that he conducted isotope testing on the pieces, he explains that the strontium he analyzed serves as a fingerprint of the sample and suggests where in the world it originated. Dr. Satkowski revealed that the samples indicated that they were from either southeast France, northern Italy, or parts of Scandinavia. The team's previous visits to France and Italy are mentioned, and it's speculated that the results from this testing could tie to the Knights Templar being on Oak Island. The scene shifts to the Lot 5 excavation site, where metal detectorist Gary Drayton Jack Begley and archaeologists Jamie Cooper and Fiona Steele are working the area. Gary detects a non-ferrous hit on his detector and unearths what appears to be a button. He calls it a flat button that is either silver or pewter. He believes it was an officer's button and could date from the 1650s to the 1800s. Continuing to work, Gary unearths another button. This one appears to have some markings on it. Gary believes it is a military button, 
and may be from the 1700s and associated with artillery. Gary notices what he believes are three cannons and three dots on the face of the button. He speculates that it could be British, French or Spanish. The buttons will be bagged and tagged and sent to Emma at the lab for further analysis. We were then taken to the research centre, where Rick and Marty Lagina and researchers Judy Rudebusch and Emiliano Sacchetti were meeting. They assembled to discuss carbon-14 testing results of the tree stumps located at the lower level in the middle of the swamp. The analysis indicated that there is a 54% probability that the trees started growing from 1346 to 1396. There was a 41% probability that the trees started growing from 1296 to 1328. The team discussed the findings of archaeoastronomer Adriano Gaspani during Season 10, when he theorized that Nolan's cross was created in 1200 AD and could be tied to the Knights Templar. The team believes they should look at two other stone formations and see if they correlate to the same time period and the Knights Templar. These include the stone cairns, which Fred Nolan called pirate piles, located on Lot 15, and the stone triangle located near Smith's Cove. Our analysis concludes in the war room when the Oak Island team assembles to discuss the threat of Hurricane Lee that is forecasted to hit the area in the upcoming week. Rick mentions that safety is the top concern and they should close down operations and secure the work sites to the best of their ability. They know that water intrusion will happen at the sites, the worst being at the garden shaft and swamp. It is mentioned that there could be a significant delay like there was when Hurricane Dorian hit the area in 2019. Rick states that this could be the most dangerous day on the island, and I don't want to be here. Craig mentions that he team needs to be careful on the roads on the island because of the flooding that is anticipated. The episode closes with various shots of preparations taken by the team in anticipation of Hurricane Lee's arrival. Until next week's episode. Good day from the compendium. Thank you. Charlotte and Daniel, thank you so much for that. The Pirate Piles, Fred Nolan, Lot 15. That's on the promo for next week, Judy. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. I remember seeing the Pirate Piles on that old-looking map before. I don't remember that, John. It certainly has slipped my mind if I have seen it. Saw it on a map. Alrighty. You got it, Professor. Whatever you need. I got your back a thousand percent times more. And this is the guy who's going to try to put this new information together with the pirate piles and the, uh, the cross and the stone triangle. Because the pirate piles, Fred Nolan said, on lot 15, pointed to the swamp, Judy. Yes. So they'll be doing all their geometry and lines and angles and all that other stuff that I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. We just go with the flow, John. Yep, they'll be going from this. That they must have coordinates from the South Shore. On this, on this paper here. This map here. Fred Nolan, I mean, he's a surveyor like me. We plotted everything. 
they're still finding stuff, you know, Judy? Yeah, they still are, John. Sometimes I wish Fred was still here to just to show us what's what. Right, and here it is on his land, lot 15, first documented by Fred in the 1960s. Lordy 40. So-called stone cairns or pirate piles. Stone, C-A-I-R-N-S. Never heard of that word before in my total life. I think it's a Scottish term. Not sure exactly what it means. I, I'm not sure either. Daniel doesn't seem to be here to tell us. So Pirate piles. Maybe from ballast, you know I mean? The stones from ballast on the ship, and they used them to throw a direction of stones to a spot to dig. Who the heck knows? Right. It could be. Yes, Judy Neal. That's why he worked independent. When you're looking for a treasure, you tell the less people, the better. The more, it's bad. That's my own personal opinion. Yes, I agree. They keep that all close to their chest. There were five pyramid-shaped constructs, five, on Fred Nolan's lot, 15, which we'll find out in next week's show. Good. And they were all going towards the triangle-shaped swamp. Renee Cairns and burial chambers in Scotland, says Scottish, Scottish digger. Thank you, digger. Ashley also looked it up. She said it is Scottish. It's a pile of stone that is clearly created by man. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. And then we got the Scottish digger. We got it covered here. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So... Andreo Gaspanti is going to analyze all these directions. Try to get a date out of it, how the stars align. You know? That is going to be interesting. I found it interesting the last time when they were in Italy, so I'm looking forward to this. Yep, we can use the star man now. We sure could, couldn't we? Oof. Now we're back to the sausage table, looking for any kind of remnants from RF1. They're going all the way down to the bottom because the canister, the caisson, did not go all the way down. It hit something hard. So that's what they're trying to find. And up they come with a PVC pipe. Well, that means the drill veered left or right or maybe it hit something a rock a chamber and that also veered off you know judy right very easily done when they're that close john and not uh you know what is that only a six inch drill so that hits something way down there that'll move very fast that drill
And there's the map. Can you figure that out, Judy? I haven't got it just yet. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, my lordy Ford. Can you figure it out, John? It seems like a bunch of caterpillars were crawling on top of this paper on top of the sausage table. <laughs> well, thank goodness uh, Steve can read it anyway. Yep. I think on one point, and then it shows how far the drill chafes over. Or oh, okay. each hole can be a drill point, but not that close. So I'm thinking once you got the start point, that's how much it drifts over. I thought you'd think they'd have the drill bit on a GPS, uh, some kind of computerized drill that would show you're going straight down or you're going off to the left. You know what I mean? Right, John, you'd think that would be available today. You know, some kind of indication, okay, we're going straight down. Oh, all of a sudden you're five feet to the left or the right. But what do I know? <laughs> and there they are. Still trying to figure out what that platform they're making down there in the gray section with a big circle on one end. I think maybe they put it together on top, and when they go horizontal, they bring this uh, frame work that you see on the bottom of the screen, I hope everybody sees it, and put it back down together when they start going horizontal down in the shaft. That could be. You know, you put it together on top and then piece it by piece down the shaft. Obviously you can't fit something like that down the garden shaft, fully uh, bolted together. So that's my guess on that, because I don't see wherever that's going to go. I have no idea, but down into the bottom of the shaft. Hopefully they'll show us eventually. We're putting big pieces of timber down the hole. It says about 97 to 98 feet. That was that protective steel casing around the sides known as the shoe. There's Hurricane Lee. And Rick says we'd have to shut down. Unbelievable. Yeah, Rick seemed really nervous about this particular storm, didn't he? Yeah, but because I think they were saying it was like um, Category 5. I think that's like 150 mile an hour winds. I mean, it broke down to whatever it did, but when you get warned it's going to be a 5, and you got to get out of there. Right on. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget, hashtag hat. Let StreamYard use your name and profile. If you do hashtag hat in Facebook on the group, Quest of Oak Island, you will not be eligible to win a free quest hat all right before we end the podcast we're going to do a little video of february of 2023 and we're going to watch a little video from muyan osprey i thank them so much all year long in the spring but we don't know if we still have them this year i hope we do but you never know judy you just don't know 
Right. Well, keep our fingers crossed because we're all looking forward to it. Yep. All right. Let's watch a little video. Tell me if you can see it okay, you can hear it okay, and uh, we'll go from there. You ready, guys? We're ready.
February 2023. I thank so much Muyan Osprey for that footage. Probably I only just looked about the same uh, if we got one this February, Judy. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it would, John. There was no snow there, and I don't think there's any snow there right now. Just a beautiful video. Beautiful. Yep, I just like seeing that, you know what I mean? I do too. That blue water. Yeah. It just makes me want to go there. And I think uh, we'll show a video um, on Wednesdays of the past, you know, February, March, April, May of last year, just to get us in the in the tune for possibly a new season. Right. I think that's a great idea. I know we will all enjoy it. Yep. Okay, guys. Uh, hashtag hat. We have 21 entries. You'll have a couple of minutes, maybe one minute. I'd like to say a big uh, good luck to everybody. Hope you win. Well, let me get it going here. And there we be. We got 21 entries. Don't forget. Your information, if you're with me on my Quest of Oak Island Facebook page, just PM me your address. I'll send it out tomorrow. Or international, I need your phone number. Send it to Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. Twenty-one, it's at how much how many seconds do you want to give them, Judy? Maybe three seconds more. Alrighty. <laughs> I think we're pretty set on 21. Looks like it. Yep. Alrighty. Here we go, guys. Good luck. Three, two, one. Draw. We got a winner, Brenda Rubek. Congratulations, Brenda. I know you've really been trying. Brenda's a winner in our book, Judy. She is so. Congratulations. And, uh, of course, on the uh, Quest of Oak Island Facebook page, I'll be doing... Judy's synopsis. I will post all the screenshots I've done of all the shows so everybody can see the normal format, uh, Judy. Yes, John. Is Brenda here with us? Hmm. Seems to me I did see her name, but I'm not sure. Okie dokie. We need, what, Judy, what are you going to tell her? We need. John, I forget. Pictures. <laughs> Pictures. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, my, my lordy, 40. My mind was elsewhere. Yes, Brenda. Definitely. We need a picture. 
Oh. Don't ask me hard questions like that, John. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Judy, that's about all I got for tonight. If you want to uh, button it up on your end, and I'll button it up on my end and get things done. And I'll see them next Tuesday pre-show, and you'll see them next Wednesday. We'll keep it the same. Any changes, you know, look at the group and look at YouTube. We'll let you know. Go ahead, Judy. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for uh, all of your thumbs up. And, uh, no matter what channel you were watching us on, on my synopsis, I do it for you and for John, and I love doing it. I want you to all have a good week and uh, enjoy the show next Tuesday night. I will be with you along with John on Wednesday night. And in the meantime, everybody, please stay safe. And John, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you, uh, Judy. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that's what we got for tonight's podcast. I'll see you Tuesday pre-show, 645. Anything that comes up of importance, uh, hit that uh, notification bell on YouTube or look around where the heck I am. Uh, anything uh, about scheduling, you know, just keep an eye on us. Keep an eye on our groups. I always let you guys know, or through uh, Daniel or through Judy or through Kathy or whoever. So uh, what do I always say, guys? Remember, members, always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are, for tomorrow is a never given. With this crazy, crazy world we live in, the world needs a ton of prayers. Right now, every second, every day. So as my friend Jan always tells me, keep smiling. You never know what that other person's going through, but keep a smile on your face. Like Judy says, you stay safe as much as you can. Also, you got to stay strong. No matter what your situation is, you stay strong, you stay positive physically and mentally if you can. If you can't, seek help. There's help out there for all kinds of individuals, for all kinds of things that go on in your life. Thank you for joining me and Judy. I'll see you Tuesday pre-show. You'll see Judy Wednesday regular podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care and bye-bye. <laughs>